from a Christmas game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy, nor game design, nor, nor Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Actually, we know. I mean, we've had about eighty of them between us. Uh, but anyway. okay, we're very uh, well we're very well versed in Christmases. We're very knowledgeable about Christmas. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And uh, we, as usual, around this time of the year, we are going to do our holiday special. Uh, and, and the only real difference here is that when we play Click Pitch, uh, we're going to make them all holiday themed. Every game is going to have some sort of Christmas or other related or nearby holiday uh, theme to mm-hmm. it. Definitely. What's Click Pitch, Trevor? What is that? What did I, what's that thing I said? Click Pitch is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us. On the count of three, two, one, click. We're going to take some words, some random words. We're going to throw them at each other, come up with a game design, and it's going to be Christmas themed, and it's going to be awesome. And when it doesn't actually work or when we get bored of it, we throw those words away, we get some new ones, and we come up with a brand new game design. Yeah, we do that for about an hour, so sit tight, listen Well, up. we do it for a little bit longer, then we edit it down to about an hour. So, yeah. Shh, that's movie magic. I mean, podcast magic. All right, let's 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 get into it. Three, okay, to one click. three to one click. Terrified dessert. Ooh, <laughs> stimulated opinion. So Christmas desserts. It's have- either. I'm wondering whether we take it either as dessert or whether we take it as a desert. As a, or dessert as in to dessert. But that's still one S, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you could you'd have a verb to dessert, which is where you like throw a handful of custard trifle at someone. Mm-hmm. You've deserted them. You know what? I, I'm I'm going to make a choice. Okay. I'm going to go desert. Sure. You're just going to change it into a completely different word, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> Wait, did it have one S or two S's? It had two S's, but yeah, it had two S's. You're just going to throw an S away. All right. I'm that's throwing fine. an S away. Uh, okay, stimulated opinion, terrifying desert. Mm-hmm. How does uh, how does Santa fare in the desert climbs? Well, what happens when Santa has a reindeer blowout and he crashes in the desert and has to, you know, change his reindeer? Uh, does Santa ride sandworms in, when he's in the desert? Does he kind of switch it out and? It just, like, poops out presents. Oh, I, I kind of like that. That, you know, when he's actually... Is this is this Mad Max Christmas edition? <laughs> is this the dystopian, you know, nuclear desert? Mm, uh, I do Santa- quite like that. Where Santa is actually, you know, he's he's alone in the... In, in the desert. Yeah. Driving along in his sandworm pulled jalopy. Yeah, he's got like not the huge dune sandworms, just like regular size like I mean not regular size worms because they'd be tiny. <laughs> Thousands but, like, of them. That's not too that's not too bad actually. He's somehow managed to harness thousands of worms. It's just this writhing mass pulling his <laughs> His, like, cobbled together sleigh <laughs> as he delivers, I don't know, water? <laughs> water and petrol. Water and petrol? Is it? Is this, yeah, is this the, the petrol-fueled Mad Max style? I think yeah. it's set in the same universe, just with worm masses. Just, this is Santa. This is worm Santa. Yep. Okay. 
Um, I think he's made he makes mention to you know dropping off presents to the kids at the Thunderdome and and now he's off to the to the next to the next encampment like thousands of kilometers away hmm. uh, and in the Australian. So what were your words again? <laughs> Stimulated opinion. Okay, he comes across a a town and there's- they don't believe in him. And that's that's an opinion. I mean, yes, opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. But if it's stimulated, like, they're stimulated because they can obviously see that Santa is in front of them. And their opinion of Santa not being- Is this is this the real- Do, do we do Santa ma- Christmas magic and this is the real Santa? Or is this just some weird guy? I do like the idea of it being really Santa, but, you, but you're not sure- okay. You're not sure. Do you sure. play Santa you, or do you play someone in this town? You play Santa. Okay. And no one but else the player is not sure. The player is not sure because there's no magic going on until the very end when he enchants right. the next load of worms to, to like, become the mass. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> on, on squirmy, on slimy, on- <laughs> He has to say all one billion. And- <laughs> Yeah, it takes him all. It takes him all night. It's so just how he wastes his time between you know encampments that are really far away. So are we doing? Is this uh, is this open world style like the actual Mad Max existing Mad Max game? Is this uh, more of a road trip sort of situation? I forgot about the existing Mad Max game. That was that was really cool. That yeah, I really enjoyed that. I need to go back and play good. that. Mm. I'm about to have three weeks off, so I'm going to spend some time playing the original <laughs> Mad Max. And then you can just deck your car out like Santa, and you can it'll effectively be our game. You just you you some don't red get those white on there. Maybe I can learn how to mod the game, and I can mod like a million squirmy mass. Three weeks off it. is forever. You can do anything in three weeks. Anything. But our game. So is are you thinking it's. What do, you, what do you reckon? Uh, uh, this feels more like a, more like a guided kind of, but you know, as you go between towns, or is, or are you saying it's only the one town? Is this mostly set around one town? I do like it being set in one town, and there, it's basically he's got to break it. Like, as I sort of Santa. said, he's got he's got a worm blowout, not not a reindeer blower, but he's got a worm blowout. Like, basically. Yeah. Um, they've got worm traps, or they've got some sort of traps when he when he comes into town, and he stop he stops for the night somewhere, and he wakes up and he finds that some fucking dirty little desert kid has eaten all his worms, like they they were hungry, and, and and he knows it was his squirmy, kid. slimy. It, if he knows it was this kid because two heads. Um, I don't know whether you've seen recently the movie Slither, but that kid looks like that. The, you know, the, <laughs> he's, that he's that big. As, well, no, I think he as, just cooked him up. I think he just cooked him up, but maybe he took him home for his family. He's like, a million of them. Like, he's got to I mean, be big. But worms are small. And they're all still moving inside of me. He, he just he sloped them down and they didn't die in his stomach acid. The first okay. one he did, but- So, uh, just, they're just, like, kind of creeping out all his orifices constantly. There's a weird villain for you. <laughs> <laughs> The kid who ate all the worms, and they're not dead. They're not all dead. <laughs> He's getting coal. 
Wait, they might want coal because they can burn it for fuel. Yeah. So he only offers He's coal to a the, rock. He only he only offers coal to the to the nice kids. To the good the and, nice and, kids. And he offers like toys to the to the kids who Yeah, they're completely <laughs> useless. And they're all ruined anyway. <laughs> so is this like <laughs> there's just something about that like the kids actually want coal because it's combustible and they don't want yeah. presents because you know it's just plastic shit that isn't doesn't isn't actually, burn well it doesn't burn well doesn't doesn't propel it's actually a, it's just a waste of good oil <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> So does Santa does Santa get into like Thunderdome sort of esque fights? Does he is this all just about him collecting another million worms? Is there a collectible aspect to it? Uh, <laughs> dropping worm traps. Town. It's a small town and there's like a million worms that you can pick up and there's like okay, they're just everywhere. Like <laughs> They're just everywhere. But you have to find all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like that Korok hunt in, in Zelda Breath of the Wild, but just fucking worse. <laughs> just just way worse. Yeah, you don't even get any real hints. They do they do make a little sound, but it's the sound of like a worm on sand. <laughs> <laughs> Which to a worm is loud. <laughs> yeah, to a worm is loud. And when there's a million of them, it's really loud. But once you're down to the last, you know, hundred thousand then uh, it becomes a bit trickier. All right, I think uh, I think let's move move on from this Jesus weird Christ. Christmas wasteland. That was so good. Two to one click. That was so good. Figured shoulder, swimming, popping, swimming, popping, balloons. Um, you're gonna do balloons. The second that you popping could be oh crackers. Oh yes, Christmas crackers. Christmas crackers. Swimming. That's an Australian thing. I think that, I don't, and do English, that I think. And English. English, maybe, yeah. It's, that's, that's a very English sort of custom. Yeah. I, I can just imagine. So, sw- I mean, swimming as well, is this like an Australian Christmas setting? Somehow? Yeah, because it's good. Just like the last game where it's hot at Christmas time because, you know, yeah. Mad Max is set in Australia. Either because you're in the... Yeah, you're in the Southern Hemisphere or it's a nuclear wasteland. And in fact, it, it, if, you, if you really wanted to know... Mad Max is actually only set in 2030, um, and it's because they didn't sign the, the climate they change. Didn't, they hit net zero. And didn't hit net yeah. zero and didn't even bother trying. Like, that's just what happened. They aimed for 2050 and they fucked it all up. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. Um, Australian summer. This is white wine in sun, the game, the video game. <laughs> ben, make sure, that, make sure that you actually link that to in in the in the description to the Tim Minchin song the Tim Minchin song because yep. that is such a such a classic oh it's amazing yes christmas anthem it's fantastic yeah uh shoulder is just cuz you get sunburned yeah 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 yep. i don't know what figure it is but whatever okay so i think that this is a family that is camping okay yep. over over the christmas christmas break yep and it's you know, it's the story of what happens this Christmas Eve okay. uh, with his family, and you know they've gone swimming in the in the and all that sort of stuff. They're sort of away mm. from everywhere. Uh, you know, it's just they've got this uh, little. I don't know whether it's a, a, a river or whether it's you know some sort of 
some yeah, sort like of a creek or whatever. Cr- or a, yeah, something lake, like maybe. Swimming, but you yeah, know, so it's got to be a little bit deeper. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just I'm picturing you know just is this, this lovely campground and does it is, does it turn into like bush horror though? No. I think this is just a, a nice story about a, a family at Christmas time, and you can. And then Crampo comes. Crampo, That's the Australian Krampus. <laughs> Crampo, the bunyip. <laughs> Crampo, the bunyip eater. <laughs> okay, so this this night, uh, there's a jolly swagman who turns up and and sort of he recounts like stories. <laughs> Jolly Swagman. I mean, that's just Santa in a nutshell, really. How did I never realise that Waltzing Matilda is about Santa? 100%. Stealing sheep. Yep. Uh, okay, yep. So, there's just something about, you know, this whole narrative- Not narrative sort of thing, necessarily, but almost like an interactive story that, hmm. you know, you get to, you get to, you know- Cook some fish, and you know, go uh, go fishing, and and tend to tend to your kids' needs, and all this sort of stuff. And then- I kind of, I kind of like this as a VR thing, maybe just because the mundane the, is so much the fun. Sound, in VR. The sound of the Australian bush right in your ears. You know, you can you can hear the heat, mm. <laughs> and and I think all Australians know what I mean. When I say that, yeah, um, you can hear the heat. You and, and then you have like the cool, the nights cool off, and you're all sitting around a campfire. Yes, because as, even it's though not- it's summer, it's like when when the temperature drops, it fucking drops. Yeah, yeah. And then one night you're in your tent in a fucking thunderstorm because the cool change is coming around. And yeah, uh, there's just something about like a simple camping game that is set at Christmas time and it's all the kids are worried that, you know, Santa's not going to come and give them presents and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, yeah, cram- I think that could be really good. And, and essentially just mini, like just mini games, just one of these ones where like you, you've got, stu- you've got then- stuff to do, like you've got to put up your tent, you've got to, you know, and, but, but while you're putting up the tent, you've got all the, the, you know, the other few families or the rest of your family, and the kids and stuff running around, they're doing things, stuff happens. You look, if you look over there, you see, you know, your brother-in-law trying to set up their tent as the kids keep kicking it over because their kids are fucking little assholes. <laughs> That's, I should say, I have a brother-in-law who has kids, obviously, two of them. Their kids are not assholes. Uh, <laughs> this is a hypothetical family. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, like sitting around the campfire and just like toasting marshmallows or cooking a fish or, what, yeah, or whatever. And, and just you're getting story and you're getting stuff coming out about different relationships in the family. And, you know, maybe they're gossiping about someone who's not there or who's showing up late. Mm-hmm. Or they show up by surprise or something. And so, you, and you then- get this bit of information about what the family thinks of them and then the tension of them being there. Yeah. Uncle Phil is telling the kids about Crampo, the Krampus. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how if they haven't been good- If and- you haven't been good, Crampo's going to sneak up on you in the night. And little Sarah, she's she's worried that, you know, she, um, she told a fib, like- uh, earlier that day, and now she's you know coming clean about it, and, you know hoping that you know it hasn't affected that the whole standing with Santa and <laughs> you know there's yeah, just exactly. something something nice about that. And if you if you do oh it yeah, it's well I feel enough, like so much of it would be in the sound design mm. to really get that right because yeah, there's such a distinct sound to the Australian summer, uh, and then just getting. 
I mean, if you do that well enough- Good voice acting and stuff. You do that well enough, you don't even really need too much music because you've got the Bush Orchestra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The sound of the (laughs) possums fucking in the trees. (laughs) The sound of a drop bear stalking a nearby hoop snake. (laughs) The sound of a drop bear as its fangs extend. From their uh, as it sucks, retractable, as it sucks the blood of a hoop snake, <laughs> and the the uh, woeful song of the bunyip in your ears as you fall asleep. Mm. Love it. Three, two, one, click. Find photograph. F I N E D. Revolting symmetry. <laughs> Things <laughs> well, I saw photograph and I was thinking someone's trying to capture Santa on film. Yes. Or, or elves or whatever. Do they get fined for it? Are they getting fined for setting up illegal photography equipment on roofs around town? Or is, or is this a, is this a game where that is your goal? You're, you're like buying different equipment, setting it up in places. Avoiding the cops who are to, who like because you're setting it up illegally. Oh no! Are, are you saying that you're breaking into kids like kids' houses? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking that. I was more thinking like and setting up surveillance equipment, trying, trying to trying to capture. I, uh, I mean, you could go down that route. There's something about that idea of this guy who's trying to legitimately prove that. You know, oh, once and maybe, for all. Oh, maybe, 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 <laughs> maybe it's around social media and all the photographs that get taken. Either this person runs a social media company, because I kind of love the idea of fucking Zuckerberg deciding that he's obsessed with finding Santa. Or it's someone who's like hacked in to get access to everyone's photos, everyone's photos. But either way, it's essentially around mm-hmm. training of like AI to look at every photo <laughs> to find Santa. Because <laughs> oh, someone around the world has to catch him on film. You, you, that's what you'd hope anyway. Mm. Okay. So is this guy like really, really creepy? Like he. He's a billionaire. Yeah. Um, so is that where the revolting comes in? Like, and then either, who are you either that or by the end of the thing, the populace has revolted up against them. Yeah, true. because of their privacy concerns. Uh, no, I think um, I think you're well because I was almost picturing this as a as one of these like on desktop games where you're actually just like manipulating software and photos and stuff and like chatting with people and uh, you know like an Orwell or a Emily was away or is away or like this sort of thing where it's a faux desktop yeah okay I like that because then you can have cool things of like thousands of photos you know when you when you get it so I wonder actually if maybe it is better if you're hacking in I like the fact that you're you're a researcher and you're you're just you're looking into this company and right, you've stumbled right. ac- you've stumbled across what you know this you know Zark Muckerberg has um <laughs> has managed to do which is set up all these cameras throughout everyone's homes because like everyone everyone's gone into the into the metaverse and yeah. therefore and so yeah yeah that's it it's yes exactly 
<laughs> Perfect. Something like or something along the I was gonna say like he's essentially sold an elf on the shelf style thing. That like there's a camera inside everyone. Um but yes, it could be everyone set up your metaverse camera because it lets you, you know, it takes a full 3D scan of your room and lets you, you know, transmit yourself into the metaverse. Yeah. And the cool thing as part of a Christmas special, like you can show up on the screen and they'll show when uh, they'll show the kids when Santa like came and dropped off their presents and all this sort of stuff. And yeah. Yeah. So the, exactly. So. But really, what he's trying to do is is capture those he's pictures. He's trying to actually capture- So, they're not just pictures, but literally 3D scans of the entire rooms uh, of as many households across the world as possible. But as we know, Santa is invisible, like you- Santa bends light. Yeah. <laughs> Santa bends light. Cannot be photographed. <laughs> no, well, I think, I think actually it's more funny if you can. Uh, or at least sometime, like that he might slip up. Like in this new technological <laughs> world, Santa is now at the point where Santa can no longer hide, uh, or at least not as well. No, because he doesn't know anything about how LiDAR works. Like, <laughs> yeah, it can hide from visible light, the visible light spectrum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> LiDAR, if, for those people who don't know, is like this new technology that they're, they're using in in quite in a few iPhones, and stuff. iPhones yeah. and stuff like that, especially the pro ones, where you can take like a full 3D scan because it puts out like lasers and then works out how long it takes for, to get that back. Yeah. And that determines so how far away it is. Accurate and- depth reading, essentially, yep. for every pixel, or, I think. <laughs> but the fact Santa that Santa can't dodge lasers. Santa can't dodge lasers. No. So uh, I, I do like the idea then of of stumbling upon this in some way. Like uh, you're researching it because you think it's you know there are privacy concerns around having these cameras in everybody's house. Essentially, yep. so you you know you're trying to find more stuff about the technology, and then I don't know maybe you get like a uh, an anonymous tip off and like a login. And, and you start getting access to parts of uh, this company's data. Okay. who Including the scans and- Who who gave you- Like, I, I think- I think you find out it was definitely Santa. <laughs> I think Santa tipped you off because he needs someone to shut this down. I kind of like the idea that it's like a, an, an email from Slugsworth and it's like- this is this a Willy Wonka thing? It's like no, no, no. I was just showing that you know. It's just, just a, it's yeah. it's a reference. Yeah, yeah. You can call it. We'll call him um, Snailsworth. Uh, <laughs> it's the Shell Company. It's a Shell of company. Slugworth. Yep. Of Slugsworth. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's definitely like Santa essentially using you to to. Shut this all down. But uh, so you're communicating back and forth with this mysterious person and getting deeper and deeper into the data, emails, then going back and forth, messages. You start Mm -hmm. getting access to some of these scans where like it's untextured, but there's like a foot that looks, you know, mysterious, like a 3D, you know, just bit of a foot at the edge of the scan that looks like it's got, you know, ruffles down the, uh, down at the ankle and, and different things. And you start sense seeing that he's been capturing Santa in these various ways. But I think, I think 
I think there are two endings to the game. Sure. Um, one where you manage to stop this plot and Santa's fine. Yep. But there's another one where the reason why Santa's being so adamant at stopping this is because if Santa ever gets captured on film, it actually captures his good essence and it's just the bad Santa that remains. And it's sort of like, you know, it, yeah, it you captures mean, uh, his soul. Billy sort of Bob thing. Thornton. All that's left is Billy Bob. Yep. <laughs> so this is actually the prequel to the Bad Santa movies. Exactly. Is what was left. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I like having multiple endings like that. I like having a, an ending where you fail. Uh, certainly. But I definitely like a, a, a faux desktop sort of thing. And you can go through lots of different little hacking mini games and, you know. Well, that's it. And I think, you you're know. You're going through be, Unix be- terminals and all this sort of stuff and. I think it'd probably be fairly linear, but it more comes from just the fun of feeling like you're you're hacking in and and and, and discovering this stuff and and then getting the surprises of you know the the messages from people and um, you know often in these games you'll have you know one of your best buds or whatever who you're talking to about it the whole time and it turns out that that Zark then they get that Zark Muckerberg it's himself he's taken over all your friends yeah and- yeah yeah you definitely get. You definitely get to face off against Zark. Yeah, Zark. <laughs> um, I just I had one. I had one image of uh, you know you're sort of flicking through through images. Uh, I like the ideas of having these huge folders of uh, of photos that you sometimes have to go through to just you know essentially pattern matching. You're trying to find red or white or, you know, particular patterns. And you're clicking through, clicking through, clicking through. Nobody's seen anything. And then all of a sudden, it's just like a full-on face view of Santa. He's just staring into the camera. He just, like, completely fucked up that time. (laughs) (laughs) What are these things? Click. Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right. Switch on. Thankful Miss. Musical Galaxy. Ooh. Space Santa. Space Santa. <laughs> it's where Santa goes for the rest of the year. There's lots of other planets. Oh, so, you know, it's not future. It's just, oh, yeah. All these people disparaging him for like, oh, he only works one night a year. It's like, no, he's got different planets to do. Like, he's full on. He gets one night off every four years. And that's because leap years come come along, and he get that's his one day off. (laughs) It's the only reason why we've got why we've got a leap year is because he needs a holiday. Although I kind of like the idea of Santa actually not being a person, but just being this kind of force, mysterious force that travels the universe on a regular thing, like almost like a comet coming back around every year. Yeah, Uh, but it's the Christmas force uh, that. And, and so, <laughs> may the Christmas force be with you. Uh, so, use the what force. What that means is we can explore like how that manifests in these different places, yeah. uh, and and the legends and the myths that come up around it. So, I mean, what's a good, what sort of gameplay works for being able to explore that in as many different interesting context as possible like to really jump around between planets a lot and and have it be relevant on all of them 
Are you part of the flight crew? The flight crew for Santa for, for the Santa for Santa's comet. As in, well, I was or, more thinking or, it's like a or you're you're or you're investigating it maybe. Well, I'm I'm just wondering whether you're you're one of the elves that works alongside this this thing, and you you actually you fly a spaceship alongside this this mystical comet force to. I mean, I was kind of thinking it's like a protect. It's, it's very much more of a, a astronomical phenomenon okay. that's been going for you know billions of years, essentially, and maybe it's sort of a maybe it's attracted to intelligent beings or something, or it just so happens that it essentially travels through every point in the universe once a year, and so but it's only when there's in when it's in the presence of intelligence that uh, it sort of changes things okay. in certain ways. So yes, you you were part of an intergalactic investigatory research, like or, yeah, you know, uh, galactic bureau of investigation. Like I don't know, there's the GBI. The GBI sounds like an STD. Um, or, or the um, or the Galactical Intelligence Agency, the GIA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or the uh, Galaxy army that studies poop I don't know gasp galactical aeronautical space agency gasa gasa <laughs> anyway whatever it is uh, let's yes. go with the GIA the, the GIA is pretty cool well wait are they a but are they uh more of a space research thing, or are they a like uh, intelligence agency? Uh, true. If they are investigating, then it should be the GBI. <laughs> okay, but they're still like a <laughs> governmental agency, as opposed to sort of a research, a galaxy research facility, yes. a galaxy mental okay. agency. Yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't galaxy the galaxment. Um, exactly, because it's not like it's not governed it's not the by government, the, the, but they're not galaxying the galaxy. They're governing the galaxy. The governancy. No, we can't get a pun out of that. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. All right, damn it, we tried. Oh, we're sorry, viewers, <laughs> listeners, whatever. We're recording right you now. You might so. be. You <laughs> might be viewing. Who knows whether whether Trevor could be bothered putting this episode out or not <laughs> on the on the new video streams, or whether we're just getting or something, or whether we're just using gigs and gigs of data for no reason. Could we'll be. look back on it in forty years. Oh, I remember when we were young and we did. We remember did this when we couldn't come Benjamin. up with a pun for the galaxy government. We were so stupid. <laughs> it's obviously galaximent. No, yes, fuck, still no, work. it still doesn't work. Shit. Oh well, back back to the back to young me. Because <laughs> we invented time travel since then, and apparently I got an English accent in that time in forty years. Uh, okay. So if you're, I, I guess I'm trying to figure out: Are you doing this for purely research purposes, or is this sort of something more sinister? Is this a government trying to like take control of the? Christmas force for nefarious reasons. I I, th- I think I think there is another another agency who are who are trying to you know mm. capture this force and and 
investigate it and and you know crush it but you're you're trying to figure out why this force you know go travels around travels around the galaxy and only the galaxy not the universe it's just the galaxy yeah that's fine uh so i think i definitely want you to play an alien race Mm, yes uh and to come across many other alien races i think we literally only make like oblique references to humanity at all to humans and earth uh, I was going to pa- say they're not part of the galactic you oh, know, no. um, whole yet, and they said, "Should should we travel to Earth? No, it, for it is a stupid place. <laughs> for it is a stupid place. They think Santa is a jolly man. We all know that the Christmas force manifests as a six-limbed, tall creature." All the better to that deliver presents. <laughs> it poops, poops presents and flings them. It poops planet to planet that are wrapped, but they happen to come from local stores, and it's very interesting. There's a whole <laughs> there's a whole workshop of elves within its bowels. It's quite incredible. And somehow it it also manifests receipts for if there's a problem with the gift, they can take it back to a local store and get it fixed. It comes out a different hole. <laughs> it's like a it's like a arse printer or something. <laughs> it doesn't print asses, it just prints receipts. Uh but that's just like that's just one alien's interpretation, right? Like one one races thing that the, the myth of it has built up over time. So is uh, it like Mass uh, Effect that you're going around asking questions and you got li- little side quests along along the way? Like, yeah, maybe. I definitely want you to visit as many places as possible. And so maybe you do just play some sort of researcher where you know they they got wind, they realised that wait that planet you know is is fifty seven light years away, but. You know, one it was hit one, one rotation, after. yeah, like one 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 thousandth of a of a of a rotation before us. They celebrate their holiday, like their holiday thing, and it's and it's remarkably similar in certain ways. Like there's a lot of red and white and bells, like resident resident sharp sharp resonant sounds involved, and then so you start, yeah, you start exploring that and eventually you do you catch up you you somehow create a like fucking warp drive that travels through the christmas zone what i think what i think actually happens is you're flying around this around the next planet that you think is going to be hit because it Hmm. sort of goes up and back and up and back along the galaxy so you can sort of see okay we reckon it's going to hit here very soon and you're you're like orbiting the planet and bang the the comet sort of comes in goes around around the um around the planet and all this sort of stuff and then pulls you into the wormhole behind it like because i think it's just you just just start you just start hearing you just start hearing bells and it's like and smelling peppermint, but, but you space, don't call it peppermint because in space no one can hear you scream because there's no oxygen out there. How the hell can we yeah, hear that's it. bells? It's like some, it's like telepathically broadcast from this thing. Any intelligent being within range hears mm. bells and smells peppermint uh, or the local equivalent. 
And yeah, okay, and then you end up in the Christmas zone. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's the that's the zone. It's like a pocket between- dimension. Yeah, and that's how he can get around so fast. He goes in and out. In oh, and there out, actually is a being in there. Well, no, I think it's just a dimension that that looks funnily. It's essentially funnily the enough, entrance. It looks like a Christmas sweater, but in like in four dimensions. So the, the dimension does itself. Yes, There's it's just like knitted patterns. It is. It is a giant like. Four-dimensional sweater, like everywhere you look, it's it's what you would, what you would imagine a four-dimensional sweater to look like. That's what it is. What are you ma- imagining it as, Mister Aphantasia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm describing it as <laughs> like lots and lots of wool, <laughs> and because it's because it's breaking my brain. <laughs> Yeah, so I think everywhere you look, there's essentially like zigzag patterns and snow and Christmas trees. Or I mean, I mean, it, it might just be actually how your mind perceives it as well. Yeah. Um, because I don't actually want the like Christmas trees and things to to be universal. There are only certain aspects that are universal. Certain wavelengths of light that you know perceive yeah. are perceived as red or white. Yes, the the resonant sound that you might perceive as bells, or you might perceive as like. Water running down the 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 you know golden waterfalls of Shazbut, uh or whatever. <laughs> That's for K- King and Kodos. They yeah. That's how they perceive Santa. The three to one click. <laughs> three to one click. That was cool though. Oh, we forgot yeah. to put musical in. Oh no, I suppose you can. That's all the bells and shit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was thinking that maybe as as you know. Santa turns up, you hear like Santa Claus is coming. It's like, no, is that high five song from ER? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the one thing that has somehow it, like, it actually it, it actually permeated the, the Christmas zone and was transmitted across the galaxy. Yeah, unfortunately, it's uh, an echo. Three to one click, permissible belonging, alcoholic leader. Ooh. So, I mean, alcoholic leader, that's just Santa after Christmas, like- Santa, just drunk Santa. Hmm. I wonder, though. What if- Okay. Santa took a holiday, and it was left to the elves to- To- Mm. Go do this year's Christmas gift delivering. Yeah. Well, essentially what it is, is it's the Santa Claus- but Scott Morrison became Santa. So he fucked off to Hawaii and left the elves because he doesn't hold a sack, mate. <laughs> God. <laughs> and so. You don't want to bring the Australian political landscape into the Santa game? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, <laughs> not that, but Santa fucks off. Yes. The head the head elf, or the one who takes charge, is driven to drink throughout this process, essentially. You know that Santa gets left a lot of alcohol, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's cognac. There's sake. There's beers. There's rum. Baileys and milk. 
which is curdled slightly, but, you know, all the better. Yeah. The alcoholic um, eggnog. Yep. Whatever you put in. I mean, I think that's often rum or whatever. Just the bottle of yeah. vodka that, that just got accidentally left beside the beside the left milk. Beside the cookies and the milk. And, yeah, this elf is just going to town. Like, originally they were going to swap every <laughs> every town or so, and yeah. he just decided not. No, I'm, I'm, in I'm in charge. All right. Is is this a bit more of an arcadey kind of game? Because I'm liking the idea of uh, you've just got a ton of elves at your disposal. But mm-hmm. as you as you go, you're like losing elves left and right. Uh, almost a bit of- I'm almost getting a lemmings vibe. <laughs> um, or just, uh, you know, when you- if you run it into something, you just get like a smattering of elves falling off to their deaths. Uh, <laughs> God, that's absolutely terrible, but so great at the same time. I mean, it's better than the idea that I had, which was he, uh, the alcoholic leader basically- pits all the all the remaining elves against each other in a turn in a tournament <laughs> called elf fighter um and it's literally just a a mortal combat-esque tournament that you know he's you know sitting there on his throne you know trying mm. to you know judging whether it was, it was a flawless of fives it was a flawless victory or, or something <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I kind of like this as a almost a almost a crazy taxi in a in Santa's sleigh. Crazy taxi, where you're the more that you drink, the the more the like the drunk physics from Sea of Thieves comes in. Or <laughs> well, I think the drinking. I don't know if we should mess with the controls too much, uh, but maybe there are moments where like. Yeah, because I think what it is is essentially, okay, now you're delivering to this house and it's like, get there as fast as you can. You're not actually flying that far off the ground because you haven't figured out the altitude control. So, you're having to dodge <laughs> like trees and buildings. And, and park cars and- <laughs> Well, I don't know if you- I mean, yeah, you may you may duck down that low, but you can you can get up to sort of building, you know, to-, to I, I don't know, 10, 20 meters in the air if you, you know. Uh, but yes, it's it's- you, you have plenty of obstacles, and so you, you're making your way through this town and getting to the next spot to drop off presents. And because the elves don't know what they're doing, they don't know how to do it efficiently and actually do it in order. So, the next one is going to be, you know, miles away each time. <laughs> and so, it's sort of- a, it's around the time limit. I think dropping off the presents, I think you can attempt to just, like, throw them as you go past. And if you get good at that, like- It turns into Paperboy. And it's a bit of a paperboy sort of thing, but if you miss, like, you either have to go back for another try, or you just like lose out or whatever. Right? We'll have penalties there. Yeah, you're penalised. Yep. Yeah. The, ki- and the, again, ki- just- the kids wake up and they find it in their backyard. Yeah. But again, just the el- just elves, just essentially, an- just a- we're just gonna have to build an elf particle system of just elves, ragdolling elves, just being like emitted. Anytime you run into it, <laughs> they just keep coming at it like elf emission. There's a, there's a contingent. There's a contingent of them on your sleigh at all times, like mm-hmm. doing the throwing and stuff. But when you bump into something, they all fall off, and just more of them just climb out of the sack and just like yep. take the places of the other ones. So it's just this endless supply of elves. So is it kind of like the original? The original like Grand Theft Autos and stuff, where there were only thirty 
pedestrians at any one time. It's just it looked like there were more because, like, like previous ones would be... Yeah, I mean, I think, I think if the new Matrix Unleashed demo has shown anything, we can have as many things on the screen as we want now. Um, we can I have, have entire pedestrian and tracking systems. <laughs> I have not watched that yet. Do they all have ragdolls? Like... No, they're at, at, the the ones in that were actually not. You couldn't even run into them in the cars. But it's. I'm sure that it's doable. I'm sure we can optimize it. I don't think we need to worry about despawning uh, uh, pedestrians too much or uh, or elves. But I'm sure we can optimize it out. Mm. But yes, I, I think I'm almost picturing it as yeah, a mix between Crazy Taxi, Paperboy, and like Burnout Paradise. Yeah, like where you can have some aspects of different events around the city oh yeah and you can you can have like you get to the corner of this road and this road and you can have a race against like um against the cars that are there well against santa's (laughs) sleigh that you just knock out like you're in the elf ship and then you got santa's sleigh and you can have that that race down the road to see who can get down the end while delivering all the presents and yeah yeah uh yeah for crash mode see how much money you can like well again crash mode just the fucking Elves flying everywhere in slow motion. Uh, it's all it's all about the elves. After touch. <laughs> yeah, after, yeah, exactly. I fucking really- love burnout. <laughs> so you can, if you use the after touch, you can actually like still deliver the presents after you've crashed. If you do it well enough, you might still get some extra points. Cool. Three to one click. Urgent world. Smashing lighter. Hmm. Oh, mate, that's a smashing lighter. That's a smashing lighter. That's a smashing lighter that Santa left for you, mate. In this urgent world of ours, <laughs> things move so fast. You need a smashing lighter. Uh, okay. We could mix them up and have urgent smashing. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You, it's urgent smashing because Santa's sleigh is overloaded. Okay. And the elves have to have to smash as many presents as they can and get them off the off the ship to lighten the load. <laughs> Otherwise, they're going to crash into the into the world, like right, well, into that, the earth. That's you just gave me an idea. Mm-hmm. That is one aspect of it. This is a hardcore Santa sleigh flight sim in oh, the vein in, of in like, the vein of Microsoft flight, like sim. Microsoft yeah. flight simulator, yeah, or you know, or 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 like a fucking. What, what was uh <laughs> oh what was the I'm trying to get the pool who is the astronaut Chuck something Chuck Yeager Chuck no 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 that I don't think it was Chuck oh was it Chuck Yeager maybe remember back on like the Atari there was some I mean Chuck, Chuck anyway. Yeager they they did a lot of um stuff but he was a he was like a fighter pilot or he was something a like test that. pilot no I'm thinking of maybe it wasn't Chuck something. Um, Chuck Yeager's air combat. Chuck Yeager's advanced flight trainer. <laughs> like, anyway, I might be getting some mixed up. I, th- I think there was some sort of n- like named thing where you would. It was a, it was a, way back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was just I think it was sort of the the hardcore space shuttle sim for for the day. But yes, essentially, dials, levers, they all do things. The real things, mm-hmm. but you've also you do have things like 
the weight. You've got magical stuff in there too, right? Like there, an aspect of this is learning what all these controls do because they're not just like regular airline, uh, uh, airplane controls. There's stuff around, yeah, like the, 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 how much the sack weighs at any point. How many elves you've got on board? I don't know, like these sorts of things. There, there's actually a button to purge the cookies, uh, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Santa sits in a certain position, and it teleports the cookies that are in his stomach out into like an artificial stomach, um, and that digests it for him. Yeah, it purges the cookies and it deletes his browser browser history. Yes, just to make sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Santa's seen sh- seen some shit. Like Santa, you don't want you don't want to know what Santa googles. You don't want to know. What Sometimes Mummy and Daddy are not are not asleep, and he's seeing some stuff. Yeah. So that so so you're saying that when you delete his browser history, it's like taking those memories out of his head to keep him as the unique and innocent Christmas being that he mm, is. Yes. Yes. And also, all those all those cookies were just going straight to his hips, so he just wants to get rid of get rid of. Yeah. All I that. mean, there's there's just a there's a physical limit to the cookies. That's a necessity. Cookies and milk. So it's like it's it's like a it's a whole thing. Yeah, uh, there is a moment where uh, Dusty the elf you find out that has been intercepting the the hit browser history purge mm. uh, and just has a whole file of uh, filthy parent stuff. Mm. That's actually what the folder's called. Filthy yeah. parent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is a this is a. As you said, it's a hardcore um, flight simulator with hardcore yep. parental action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but only, you have to unlock that. And then you get to play as Dusty and you get DLC, control yeah. of that folder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, is the, do you have to- I mean, you've obviously got the sort of campaign, the Christmas night mode, where your goal is to get around the world. We use the flight sim tech of like- Google Maps, enhanced Google Maps, essentially. So, the entire world is uh, represented. Is time and the idea is is to try and see whether you whether you can do what Santa does. Like, can you deliver all the presents before morning? Yeah, and I think there's multiple. I think- no, you can't because you are not a magical being. Yeah, but you obviously give some leeway there, so you can have. There are a couple different modes. There's the standard mode, which does give you Santa magic, which lets you essentially slow down time, you know, when you're traveling between certain areas, different things, um, which makes uh, it- There's an achievement for, for delivering all, you know, let's let's be estimating around a billion presents, like a billion, a billion, like, I don't think mm-hmm. everyone's going to be, you know, Christian and believing- Not everyone's on the nice list. Well, not everyone believes in Santa because, you know, there's a lot of religions out there yeah. who don't need to believe in Santa. So, out of the five or whatever billion people, there's maybe one billion who believe in Santa. So, therefore, there's maybe. an achievement yeah. if you deliver all one billion children. Yes. Is that in one session or is that a cumulative across runs? I think it's within a single run. Because that's so like literally, if you manage to complete the whole thing, yeah. If you manage to complete it with with Santa magic rules, you know, we're not we're not expecting yeah. you to. No, no, I don't. I think it would be unachievable. But th- there is a mode where you can do it without the Santa magic, and this is more for like charity runs, where 
it's an attempt. It's like see how far through Christmas night we can get. Yeah, and and literally delivering a billion <laughs> presents. Well, no, isn't a billion seconds like thirty years or something? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but in in PlayStation parlance, what what would you say? Where you got bronze, silver, gold, and platinum trophies? Yeah, I mean, it'd have to be a bronze, wouldn't you say? Like it's it's like the easiest achievement for Santa. He does it every year. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Santa does it every year. Why should we give fucking little shits at home the uh, anything above bronze? It's easy, obviously. But but if but if you can you know not have cookies and milk when you go in there, that's a gold trophy because Santa never never manages to get out of there without having cookies and milk. Like, I kind of love the idea of a game where that. The hardest trophy is just, like, a bronze. Like, it's worth, like, 10 points or whatever. Uh, just to piss people off so that it's just, like, the last little bit to complete it. To complete all their trophies. It's a bronze. <laughs> and it's a bronze. Like, it's actually incredibly difficult and almost impossible. But just to make it the smallest thing possible. And, just and to just, piss off the completionists. Just because it's arbitrary. And it's like, yeah. all you've got left is a bronze and a platinum. But maybe we even give them the platinum. Like, yeah, you can have the platinum. But it's not the platinum. The platinum's for a billion <laughs> across all runs. <laughs> so they'll get that eventually just by grinding if they want. But the bronze is for in one run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, three to one click. And it's only bronze because... Santa can do it in one night every single year, yeah. so fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's easy. He's been doing it for years. Unfounded attack. Legitimate pace. Ooh. Legitimate pace fits our last game. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, unfounded attack. I mean, all of our games have been fairly tame, so- other than other than all the elves that fell from their death, fell to their death. But that was the, that was the drunken elves. Leadership. Yeah, I mean that was like an, that wasn't an attack. I think this is hyper violent. Yep. How do you make a hyper violent Christmas game? Good question. How do you make a hyper violent Christmas game? Um, I would say that it would have to be like a. Ooh, maybe a Mr. and Mrs. Smith style thing where it's like Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Mr. and Mrs. Claus. So <laughs> they find out that they're, they're, you know, they're both assassins, right? <laughs> I'm just literally taking- <laughs> both assassins. No, no. I think Mrs. Claus is, fi- is sick of Santa's shit and has decided she's also going to deliver presents. She's going to start up an opposing- Delivery service. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, like Christmas service. As, as, as they get down into the house, if they happen to see each other, the guns come out and everything, and they're just shooting up the entire place and, like- Yeah. Well, I think it starts and Santa doesn't know that it's Mrs. Claus. It's just, like, this fucking- The gall of this person who is who is attempting to to compete with Santa. All kids out in starts black. Getting- Double like presents. Black yes. and she's got night night vision goggles and she's 
she's in and out. Like, Santa's there, you know, drinking a little bit of milk, and she's just in yeah, and out. She's and has replaced like, all the presents. She's, she's got, like, Santa... In this world, Santa's still using the, all the very... All the very classic, uh, sort of old school technology is sleigh is, you know, standard sort of thing is going down the chimney. Mrs. Claus, she's got all the tech. Yeah. It's all tech based. A- in fact, she's got all the PlayStation 5s. Like the reason why no one can buy them is because <laughs> she, she she's wanted cornered to- the market. She's cornered the market and she's, she's given them all out this Christmas. Yeah. But Love unfortunately, it. they're all digital ones. Like, <sighs> <laughs> I think they're not the disc ones. Is that they're the- disc? They're all the discless yeah. ones, the ones that people don't want. Well, okay, but still, like they'll take what they can get. So, is this then? Because yes, I think it it gets violent. Then, like when they see each other, the guns come out. You've got weaponry on there. Slay. Is this like? Is there like slay dog fighting and stuff? Or oh is yeah, it more- there's, there's air combat. There's hand to hand combat. There's yeah. like close quarters battles. There's like rocket launches that she fires off. Like oh, I kind of just yes, I love that. It's essentially like a big anime fight, and if they clash, like the town that wherever they happen to be, it's Decimated. fucking destroyed afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Who do you play? I mean, I think he can go either, mate. I think it's like two different. Okay, I did, I did say- multiplayer? I did say Mr. and Mrs. Smith before, but now I'm thinking it's Ballistic X versus Sever. <laughs> uh, Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu, right? Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of the worst reviewed films ever. <laughs> I definitely had Ballistic. burnt CDR with that movie on it in the 90s <laughs> or the, two, the early 2000s. Probably bought from, bought from like, Caribbean Market or something like that. Maybe. Or I think I might have even, like, downloaded it on my- What was oh, probably dial-up at the time. Naughty Ben. <laughs> I paid for it in time because do you know how long it takes to download a movie on dial-up and have it be as bad as that? <laughs> Real like, media. <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> or Super VCD. <laughs> oh, God. That's a pull. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, I think- Yeah, I mean, is this multiplayer maybe? Is this like a 1v1 multiplayer situation? I like that. Or- Oh, my God. This is a different game. Go for it. But our, our game- our, our, our show, our rules. Go, go for it. Different game. So I just just because we've been playing it a lot lately, I thought of Santa of Thieves, like that you are multiplayer on a sleigh doing different things, delivering presents, come, delivering presents. But there are other sleighs out, like there are other ones out there that you can be competing against. Yep, in a, in a like semi open area. Yep. Okay. Okay, we're we're going deep into this. This is fucking great. (laughs) I don't care that we're at an hour already. This is happening. (laughs) Because you've got- so Yeah, you've got, like, obviously you've got one person steering, but you might have separate, like, thrust controls and different things that you need to take care of. You've got people who are dropping presents off the side. You've got to repair those reindeer. Like- you know, you've got to get the wood yeah, out like- and repair. repair <laughs> well, I don't think. I think we can. I don't think you just like reskin thieves <laughs> with air combat <laughs> cannons on the side. 
<laughs> we have there's just like cannons for some reason on this on this sleigh. It's really weird. Uh, essentially, essentially, all we, all we did was like put in some extra models and delete the ocean. You're still floating on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason you get below where the, where the sleigh is and you kind of swim a little bit <laughs> yeah it's just the weird elf physics uh, that's just how the elf magic works okay I don't know why there are sharks but so each each team is is effectively elves because I, th- I think yes I, I think this is a situation where Santa's gone missing and so the elves have all they're all they've sort of grouped up into these teams Mm-hmm. Uh, to deli- to deliver the presents, and so maybe sometimes they work together. In a, again, in a similar way to see if these, like you don't Alliance. have to attack the others. Set up an alliance. You you want to get through this street. You want to you want to make mm-hmm. sure that you do all the all the stuff, and then you go to an outpost. You know, I think there's there's like prison outposts because you know that the slaves can't fit that many presents. So well, yeah, I think without Santa's magic, you you have you have limited room on the sleigh. So the outpost is basically a huge like, you know sort of airship that yeah that you kind of go up and dock to you come and, and dock yeah numerous ones around the town but oh i like that idea of like there's just a tube that is like spews presents out into your sack until the little you know you've got a little meter on the side of your or on the on the dashboard of your sleigh to show how full your sack is yep okay you can go into people's places that yep. someone else has already delivered presents to and you can take those presents <laughs> take them. and deliver your own presents instead. And yep. and it's basically each town like sort of thing has has like a, a certain amount of time before before the kids are, are due to wake up. So it's sort of like Ooh, a day night. Like a day night yeah, you've got like a day night thing where essentially every round is another Christmas night and daylight is creeping up from one side of the map to the other. And daylight is- that's your time for actually, you know, preparing the next night's worth of stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm wondering, though, I think maybe not up to- I think four people is maybe too many, honestly, though. I wonder if it needs to be fewer. Two? Two V2? It could be max two. It could just be a- They're all like a duo, a duo sort of situation. <laughs> yes. They're, <laughs> they're all one sale slaves. <laughs> <laughs> One reindeer sleigh. Uh, <laughs> but now, now I really want to have, like, you know, your, your four reindeer sleigh, your your three reindeer sleigh, and your two reindeer sleigh. Like, I just, I, I kind of like that idea, or at least. Yeah, okay. Look, you could you could still have bigger ones. I, I am trying not to literally just directly pull from Sea of Thieves and more fuck go for em. the general idea. But They're never going to make this. We're never going to make this, so fuck them. No, like, I know. Let's have from it. a... Yes, more from a creative standpoint rather than just reskinning Sea of Thieves. Um, but I do think there needs to be some sort of combat. You need to be able to shoot other slays out of the air. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, harpoons as well, like. Yeah. Essentially, like being able to board them in midair. Ooh. What, what, are the, what are the weapons? I don't know. Do we go full Christmassy and they're like candy cane bazookas and freaking. I don't know, mince pie launches. Well, I think I think the rocket launches or the grenade launches are, are mince pie sort of things. Um, yeah. I think candy canes, they're probably more of a, a like melee, melee weapon. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, like, in, instead of your, instead of your, you know, cutlass sort of thing, you've got your candy canes that you beat, beat you know, yep. people around the head and- 
Um, <laughs> you got like special moves where you can just yank them with the hook end and pull them to the ground. Exactly. Maybe it's mostly melee. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think, I think the air stuff, you can get like rocket launcher stuff, but they're more rare. But the air stuff, you mostly have to like, you actually have to either get them to the ground to attack them or board them with your yeah. like harpoon style Or you style can things. throw these things. Like, I think Christmas baubles. Yeah. You can oh, actually yeah. throw Christmas baubles and they're, they're, they're kind of like grenades sort of thing. Like if you mm, launch mm, one works, out. Yeah. You can also just drop presents on people. Yeah. I mean, the blacksmith wanted a new anvil just because it went through <laughs> your sleigh first. Anvil. <laughs> I was going to go for a bowling ball. But yeah, an anvil. Sure. Wily Coyote needs a new anvil. <laughs> no, the blacksmith. Oh, Wily, Com- Wily Co- Coyote, the blacksmith. The town uh, blacksmith. The town blacksmith wanted mm-hmm. wanted an anvil. His last one broke when an anvil <laughs> dropped broke. on it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit Jesus loopy. Christmas. Uh, I'm a little bit loopy. <laughs> I mean, it is his the season. It is the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. La la la. La la la. Uh, no, I kind of love that. I, 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 I would enjoy a Steve Thieves-esque Christmas I mean, game. I'm just imagining, you know, all the different things that you could add into the game. You know, there's- Well, have you got, you've got story-based missions where it's like, you know, little Janie doesn't believe in Santa. And so you have to dress three elves up in the Santa suit and actually, <gasps> it's, you know, show- I was about to say expose yourself to it. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> Let yourself be seen by her mm-hmm. in a very- kid-friendly manner. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, like, there's a challenge to that because you don't want other people to interrupt you while you're doing it. You have to, like, collect the suit pieces and then you literally have to- There's, like, a balancing mini-game <laughs> where the three of you or the four of you are inside the suit. <laughs> and then Jeremy got, got disconnected and- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just he was, he was, the, middle, he was the, the middle elf. <laughs> Luckily, he was the middle it would have been much more noticeable if you'd been the head. Or the legs. Or the legs. <laughs> like, that might have had- That might have been a big- The belly all a of a sudden just collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> One of the elves is just the belly. Just, <laughs> it's the three elf high Santa and one elf is the belly. Just tucked up in there on the, on the middle elf, holding under their shoulders. <laughs> um- there's there's like a map of of where you where you're supposed to deliver your next presence, mm-hmm. as well as being able to you know. Yeah, and I think you've just got the challenge of like, all right, like here's where we need to go. If we line up on this line, and you know, all right, get ready to drop, and you can literally just drop presents into chimneys uh, if you can do that well enough. But not the ones where smoke's coming out, because they'll just burn up. I'm actually just imagining now that you've, you're on a four-person four person sleigh. You drop one out of the first place, one out of the second place, one out of the third place, and then the other person, you know, flies the sleigh around and goes and collects them back up on the um, on the next run. Oh, drops a per- drops an Dro- elf drops off. an elf off, right. and they, they yeah, that makes sense. Go yep. hide the presents under the under the tree rather than just yep. 
just been just, just down the fireplace because you know i mean if they, you're in a hurry the kids may not know where the presents are they may get there in the morning and go where are all the presents they'll, they'll know where they are because the the living room will be filled with soot and ash and potentially on it depends fire. did you clean out the dead possum from the uh, from the flu well that's what the presents for <laughs> drop it right down <laughs> so they'll find the present under the dead possum <laughs> no on top of the dead possum well, it depends the on how it be tumbles out, you know. <laughs> Tumble out the bottom. Who knows how it'll land? They may okay, even just that's the think the tonight. dead possum is the <laughs> present. What kid doesn't want a soot-covered dead possum for Christmas? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think on that Christmassy note, we will end our holiday special. Thank you for listening this week. Thank you for indulging us. On our sorry weird for us being games. very insane. <laughs> but uh, if you want to indulge us further and listen to some of our other episodes, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. They're all up there. They're all available all the time. One every single week. For the last, like, five, six years, whatever. For <laughs> all of history. <sighs> or at least the relevant history to our podcast. 263. 263 episodes. Give us a round of applause. Thank you very much. Thank you for that smattering. Thank you. You know who you are. Uh, If you like the song that you hear at the start and end, that song is called Mount Defiance. It's on the album Containment Fabia by the band Kuradust. I hope you really enjoyed the Christmas remix that Trevor put together just just for this episode. You do realize that you're editing, so you just did that to yourself. You're the remix guy, so you you will help me out this episode. (laughs) Put together a Christmas remix in the next, you know, three days. Well, actually, we're recording early, so you've got six days, Trevor. It's fine. Some of them are Christmas, but put in the time. No. no. Sorry about that. So, thank you again. So, thank you again for joining. If anyone does want to do a Christmas remix of Mount Defiance, I'd love to go for it. It doesn't condone. It does not. It does not. Uh, uh, it's not the sort of song you would expect a Christmas remix of, but I would love to hear it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming. Santa Claus is coming. <laughs> it's not very far away. <laughs> High five. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>